you are listening to the Micro Machines Podcast. And today, we have Jack to tell us about his very special car. But before That's then, true. shall we do some introductions? I'm Jack. I'm going to tell you about a very special car. And I'm Dennis. I'm recording from just underneath Jack. And I'm drinking Whoa. a nice <laughs> black coffee today. Okay. Oh, that's a nice way to put it. Uh, Underneath geographically, not physically. Yeah. Well, we can do something about that if you want. (laughs) Really? Geographically, I'm probably, I'm underneath all ears. I'm uh, (laughs) New Zealand from fucking New Zealand, where the next stop from us is Antarctica. And I, myself, has got a black coffee as well. Good man. And uh, I'm Greg, last time recording in Southern California, drinking a... Kiwi strawberry propel and eating P.F. Chang and ramen at my makeshift desk. And we are joined by a guest. Uh, and uh, hi, uh, I'm Lane. I'm replacing Ezra, and I finished all my snacks. Boo. Oh. You kind of sound like Ezra. Yeah, I was going to say, he'd be a great stand-in for Ezra. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm actually Ezra. I'm actually Ezra. He actually he Oh, okay, is. yeah. Um, Ezra can't join us this week because he's trying to get laid in Connecticut. Yes. No, actually, he's judging uh, ArmorCon, so uh, shout out to Ezra. Um, I hope your Sherman, your M51 wins best Sherman. Uh, Wearaboo. Anyways, Wearaboo. so, Jack, what are we looking at here? Well, this is a very special and seemingly insignificant vehicle called the Volkswagen or Bombardier Iltis. Um, and it has been a... Uh, a bit of an important vehicle on our uh, show, and today we're going to take a look at why. Do you guys want to go over what you did here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Greg, what did you do here? <laughs> All right, so starting from left to right, we got the Horizon Islands Defense Force flag, because it's got a rep. <laughs> uh, all four, this is this is my Iltis, my AT4 Iltis. Are you a force uh, advisor now? Yes. Uh... <laughs> Now that I have my DD214, which I turn into my front license plate, I have acquired two red pandas to be my crewman, and I'm sitting in the back with my no longer a tow. It's a makeshift AT4 launcher. Uh, Belt fed AT4. Basically. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, my extra AT4s, I got one on the back and two on the around that chair there, just going down the road, knocking out T62s in Ukraine, bro. Yeah, I could see that happening, to be honest. Oh, uh, by the way, that AT4 there is actually mine. Take a picture of it. <laughs> well, it's yours for now. <clears throat> like, can you send I'm coming for it? <laughs> Please lock your doors. Please don't check your mailbox. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> please mail me a decommissioned javelin, please, but with no warhead, please, and thank you. I don't want to open up my mailbox and get blown up. Oh, God. <laughs> He'll airdrop it to you. Oh, he will oh, airdrop it. <laughs> I won't get there in time to fucking 22 crash. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It's a very 22 moment. Yes. All right. Word. Word. I guess we can start it off then. Yeah. Tell us about this beautiful car. Oh, God. What so, is this? That's that Venus strings and Combinavia. Oh, no. Just hear me out, okay? <laughs> no, no, Jack. This is, this is not looking good for you, buddy. Hear me out. about to come back. This is... all right so to we're going to talk about this uh eltis thing in a second but uh to go back in time we got to uh take a little bit of a a travel to uh 
just a little event called World War II. Uh, and we're going to start it off with the Type 82 Kubelwagen. So, uh, who who, just, who had that vehicle? Um, it's not important. Wearaboo. So. Are you sure about that? Wearaboo. Okay, fuck you guys. So similar to the <laughs> Willys Jeep program, the, uh, the Kubelwagen was a small, cheap field car that was used to just get around during war times. And it was based on the uh, very first generation of the Volkswagen Beetle. So, um, yeah, these machines prove their worth in France, which we don't have to get into, really. Um, and eventually entered... No, 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 go ahead, get into it. Please, please elaborate. Yeah, come on, okay, tell us about so it. Okay, there, so there's this thing called the uh, Nazi movement. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. We should... Oh, we should get Ezra on to do a Nazi... Oh, God, please don't get my first. He's already at ArmorCon, which is a hotbed of wearabooism. I don't want him to get any more invested into that ideology. We need to do like an MMP uh, Lions Led by Donkeys inspired wearaboo episode where Ezra defends himself. himself (laughs) It's just me beating up Ezra. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, throughout the war, uh, the Germans, okay, I said it, they made about uh, 53,000 of these things, which is a lot. And uh, 2,000 of those actually ended up being commissioned to the uh, British Army after the war. So, yeah, who used these? The British, actually. Um, and that 53,000 includes versions like the Schwimmwagen or the Schlepperfahrzeug. Uh, Look at that pronunciation, boys. You um, must be like top dog wearable to pronounce it like that. Top dog. That's what they call me. <laughs> that's <laughs> what Dennis calls you, right? Oh, yeah, God. that's actually whenever I see him, he's like, hey, it's the top dog. And we dap each other up. It's crazy. No, I say, hey, it's the big man himself. Come on. The big man himself. And then I bring you bus magazines and oh, it's Dubert. a whole thing. He, this, Craig, guess what? <laughs> what? So this guy walks in last Saturday, and he brings me a stack of six magazines about buses from the 1980s. Why, Jack? I don't even... <laughs> they were called Bus World. I thought he'd like them. Yeah, I do. I've been reading them all night. <laughs> like, literally, when I went back home, I started reading them. And I'm ashamed to say they're a bit more interesting than I thought they would be. Bus World. Of course they're interesting. Bus that... World. It's bus a bus. World. What's not interesting about a bus? Yeah, it's and like they were the like in the bus. It was back when buses were like cool and good. Back when a bus was a bus. Yeah, Rosa Parks knows all about the bus. Destroyed. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> no, we're one slide in. We are one slide in. You didn't need to bring up Rosa Parks. <laughs> hey, you're the one who talked about the back of the bus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, we can go to the next slide now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh God, what is that? <laughs> this is the Volkswagen German thing, and you right live there. in SoCal. You should you should know what these are. I not that kind of Volkswagen. <laughs> I'm not that so, far left leaning. Well, this is like the uh, the surf vehicle, you know, like the local <laughs> hippie restoring his Volkswagen thing. It's his quirky but different Wait, vehicle. So we put like surfboards on that. Yeah, pretty much. Charlie, don't surf. Didn't, didn't they yeah, turn a whole just... bunch of those into like the sort of iconic June buggy sort of look? 
I think um, so. The headlights. No, that was actually. Or is that... Yeah, that was the beetle. And they, oh, that's right. Like, the beetle, yeah. They took a I'm fiberglass sure a frame. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is the Volkswagen thing. The Type 181. Um, so back in the 60s, uh, backed again by the German government. Uh, Which Volkswagen one? Volkswagen embarked on a. Oh, the, the better one. The improved. New and improved. Well, yeah. well, there are two governments. East or West? They went through his three-step program. <laughs> oh. Trial last until the latest. The West German government. Best German. Did, you think that looks East German? Mm. Actually, a little bit, yes. Yeah, yeah, like, like, a, like a bucket on wheels. Gas. <laughs> Very gas-like. Yeah. yeah, it's a gas-type machine. So they embarked on a new mission to create another uh, Jeep thing. And this was on the newer generation Beetle, the 70s generation. It's a little bit different. They had new engines and shit. Uh, but it was kind of the same idea as the Kubelwagen was back in the 40s, except this time it was more marketed to a civilian market because they couldn't really sell it to... Uh, a 1960s West German army. I wonder why they had problems there. Um, but then the VW thing uh, was eventually dropped in 1975 when it failed to meet U.S. safety standards. I wonder why. <laughs> Looks pretty safe to me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Now this is an interesting vehicle, and you can kind of see... How it sort of looks like the Iltus. Um, What's with that front half of it? It looks like it, some fifth grader from math class just decided to do some geometry. Someone made remember, remember the Russians, how they add that extra fleshy armor? That's so the West could also do that if things got bad. Okay, That's easy to sit on. You can prop your feet on the light. Then you got you know mm. two or three more guys behind you. And that way there's a center line over the engine where the driver can look to his right and still see in front of them. However, you know, the majority of it, if you've taken RPG from the front, it's all going to be meaty flush that takes it. No, no, no. Cle was... Clearly, they, were, they designed it for extreme, you know, sort of aerodynamics and all that, and forgot they had <laughs> they forgot they had to put an engine in the front. <laughs> that or it just hasn't rendered yet. Maybe it's, ramp, maybe it's a ramp car. They drive it up to a tank. The tank a ramp car. Itself. <laughs> that actually makes sense, though. I mean, look at it. it, it <laughs> It's Lanes, the green I, I don't know yeah. if this is just me, but that second picture looks like it's plastic. It does. Yeah, it looks like um like something you'd find at like a toy store. It's like a unweathered model. Toys are an unweathered model. model yes. The worst. The worst. So this horrid little thing um was made by DK. That's what she said. Oh. <laughs> he said the funny. That's that's, that's really unfortunate. Tell um, me about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was made by uh, DKW, which became Auto Union, which became Audi. It's like kind of complicated. Oh, that's um, why I is that is that the four rings at the front behind the, the grill? Yeah, head? that's just Audi, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So if you have an Audi, you're technically a Nazi. Oh, let's go. Am I connecting the dots right or what? 
Shout out to everybody who owns an Audi. Um, we su- we salute you. Everyone who owns an Audi, drop your Addy. Okay. Drop your Addy. Yes. Yeah, hey. so come and yell at you for being a wearaboo. Y'all fucking Nazis. Season. Um, I'll make sure to drop all the Addies to Putin so he can claim to do what he's claiming to do. He wants to make a new East Germany. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, he wants to consume yeah. Poland. He wants to. Don't we all? See, see, si, senor. The HIDF. Oh my God! The HIDF Malden Division. <laughs> Dennis. Oh God! It's no. a thing. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> this ain't right, man. Not on the DKW slides. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself, Jack. We'll get to that later, Greg. Yeah, we actually will get to that later. Tits. Tits. So this thing, it's called the Munga. Um, The Mungas. (laughs) No! Oh my god, no! (laughs) The DKW Among Us. HIDF Among Us. Instead of the engine sound when you turn it on, it's the imposter sound. Sound before everything. Fucking what is it? Like how it does the little like ticking bit. Vroom! Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Are we gonna get copyrighted if we play that? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Who cares? We're not making money. <laughs> <laughs> Says you. We got a Patreon, baby. Ah, uh, Patreon. Yeah, and also if we get Among um, Us takes. Also, if we get three copyright strikes, then we uh, get the channel deleted. So. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> you think Among Us is gonna care if a if the Micro Machines podcast yes. posts? No, soon? but YouTube will. Ah. <laughs> so here's a uh, a little interesting story about this thing. So the um the Royal Netherlands Army uh, had intended the manga as a replacement for uh, the 1956 uh, M38 Jeep. But it caused so many problems that it was removed from frontline service prematurely in 1970, and they had to bring back all their old M38s to replace it. And that's that's just embarrassing. Come on, guys. Look at the thing. Yeah, well, what were they expecting? This year, well, in like the 1970s, it marks a, a bit of a change in Volkswagen's game. They had always done... Oh, shut up. Who, who wrote that? Fuck you guys. I did well, not. You posted a GIF <laughs> in the PowerPoint. A, the, the air-cooled engine GIF. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? This is like my uh, university's AMO of engineering class. Like, what is this? <laughs> Please go outside, Jack. <laughs> okay, fucking next slide. Who cares? Bro, you had to Google that. <laughs> it was there, I promise. Ooh. Um... So this is the Yiltus, finally, with all is that... Is it actually um, German for polecat? Yeah, it is actually German for polecat. Wow. Yiltus means polecat. Um, yeah, so after all that introduction, going into some uh, questionable history, we've got this beautiful little vehicle. That actually looks really visually satisfying. Yeah, yes. it does. That tow rope along the front of it makes it, looks like it, makes it look like it's smiling. <laughs> because it is, bro. Look how happy that little guy is. He's all clean and ready to go back to the motor pool. Personally, I like the, the one with the grill guard more. I think that makes oh. it look 
It's badass. Nice. But with the grill guard, he's not as happy. Like, I don't know. He's the... smiling there. His license plate. You should hear the horns on these things. They're so cute. Bro, please send a pic. Or well, you get copyright. <laughs> send a picture of the horn. Send a picture of the horn. Let me send you a picture of the MP3 file. <laughs> yeah. Screenshot that real quick. When, fun fact, when you actually uh, hit the horn on a Niltus, it's actually the same as a red panda yelling at you. I don't even know what that sounds like. I need to know. I'll send you a video, Greg. Yeah, oh, I'll thanks. Send you a video. So this is a Mercedes? Is that what I'm reading? No. Wait, where did you... Oh, no, no, no. That's later down the line. Here, I'll, I'll read out the thing so we can... Yeah, come on, Jack. Uh, Supposed to be telling us about it, about this. Shut up, Callum. Don't want this little vehicle. Don't talk to my Australian that way. What <laughs> <laughs> <Not> you, Greg? <laughs> my Australian. Bro, He's I haven't eaten Australian. all day, and I'm actually eating, and I'm really happy. So, yeah, Callum, you're my Australian. Good. He's slurping PFC. He is. Bro, this shit's smacking. I hope everybody listening enjoys his um, little ASMR bit. Does this make this video a mukbang, then, technically? It's an Iltus mukbang, yeah. (laughs) Iltus-themed mukbang. I'd go with that, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) We could have a sushi mukbang later, Dennis. Eating sushi right off the hood of your Iltus? We should make a podcast at a sushi place. The Madami meetup. Yes. Yes. The Discord meetup. Oh no, that makes it sound so much worse. <laughs> Dennis, the, the real life Discord mod. Oh, oh god. <laughs> Am I supposed to dress up like a Discord mod then? Absolutely not. Stay stylish, baby. Word. <laughs> um, so now I'll talk about the Iltus. Because that's kind of what we came here to do. The Iltusi. Later, Jack, Greg. where is the Iltusi? I it's need to know. Beside the emergency brake. Are oh, these yeah. for purchase? I want to buy one and throw it at Dennis. We'll, we'll get to oh. that. So, German army to essentially fill the same role as the Kubelwagen did for the Wehrmacht, just like the, the, uh, the Volkswagen thing tried to do. That didn't really work out. But um, this one was actually just going to give it another shot. So production started in 1977, but by 1982, German production ceased since the rights were sold to Bombardier to be produced in Quebec, Canada. And then from then on, the Polecat became widely used throughout the Canadian Armed Forces up to the early 2000s, where they were decommissioned in place for new Mercedes G-Classes. I have two two comments on this now. So I now think less of this vehicle because it was made in Quebec. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and Does that mean it drives with a French accent? The horn is one of those weird the horns. horns to go. <laughs> 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 uh, and those G classes that they replaced them with were—they were so terrible. You well, would have the thought they is, would be comfy and stuff. They weren't. The thing is, they had this, uh, but they replaced it for the G class because these were getting blown up by IEDs in Afghanistan. Well, I did. Well, I wonder why. I've seen yeah. the G class that's been like blown up by an IED. Oh, the one in Ottawa. Shot through, yeah, at the museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was pretty interesting to me. How the whole like crew compartment wasn't damaged. It wasn't touched. It was crazy. And besides from like just... a few like bullet holes, but 
The floor I, on these is here. so thin, they would just explode. Like, there would be nothing left. Simply simply cope. Put a better floor. <laughs> cope and seethe. I'm just going to point out that although the Altus is cool, no one can say that the Mercedes G-Class is not the most gangster-wheeled AFV on the planet. Like, just imagine being saying, that, yeah, I'm a reservist. I drive a Mercedes G-Wagon. Just casually driving. <laughs> I have them. talked to members of the Canadian military. They do not like the G-Wagons. This one has a luxury interior. These seats are from a Passat. Damn. That Yeah. So trip. wait, next slide. I think I talk about that in the next one. Jack, can you pick that. an Iltis MRAP, please? I might have to. Yes, please make us the HIDF car. Yeah. <laughs> HIDF decals on the side. We'll be our podcast mobile. We'll just be driving around and doing the podcast. It's already the podcast mobile. My audio interface can fit in the glove box. <laughs> podcast recording in the Iltis? <laughs> We're driving on the 401. All you hear is honking around us. Stop honking! I'm doing a podcast. Driving down the 401 as the floor falls out. (laughs) You hit by an IED, which is just a pothole. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so here are the specs. Uh, In it is a 1.7 liter uh, Volkswagen, like just the engine out of a rabbit, just the standard. That's not bad. Why'd you put an Audi Quattro? Uh, we're getting there. <laughs> I will say 1.7 is not bad because the engine of my price is only 1.2. So don't don't why yeah. do you, why do you say Prius like that? Well, because it's the world's best tank destroyer. Um, we gotta yes. do an HIDF Prius tow Dude, Prius I episode. I might. Oh yeah, and they also fit a uh, 1.6 liter turbo diesel in this thing on occasion. Ooh. Turbo so, diesel good. Tur- turbo diesel good. And so you asked about the uh, Audi Quattro. Yeah. That's because this thing is actually the uh, test bed for the Audi Quattro chassis. So without this thing, Audi Quattro wouldn't have existed. This really? This is the very first four-wheel drive system put in a Volkswagen. Yeah. That is really interesting to me. I really like the Quattro series, and I wouldn't have thought it would have come from something like this. Well, there's going to be more about that in like a couple slides. I forget how many. Because it actually competed in a rally. Uh, this 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 truck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it had a weight of twenty nine hundred pounds, which is like about the same as like a Camry. I'm pretty sure. Yay! Let's go. Oh, the Camry! <laughs> <laughs> Imagine air dropping a Camry. Dude, I would totally do that. Bro. That sounds fun. 2002 Toyota Camry dropping into Ukraine with a built-in tow. <laughs> I, I, would, I would rock that. It's it got, be... like, the machine guns in the side, like, fucking Finn McMissile. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you see Finn McMissile operator in Ukraine? What is Finn McMissile uh, doing in Ukraine? And then Disney see, sues Ukraine. Did you guys see the uh, Dacia Sanderos in Poland, which have this roll cage mounted to the outside of them? And they've got a, a crow's mount on the top of them now. Oh, man. You guys know what Dream a Dacia Sandero is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. The My uh, friend had a... Um, he had like a month or two where he was freaking out over those things. Yeah. Uh, there were 9,500 of these built, uh, including all of the ones built by Canada, which gives it a total global production run 
smaller than the Lamborghini Aventador. Oh, I want to cop these instead of an Aventador. Yeah, it's it's so much cooler. That's a lot of Aventadors. I'm just you can't. That. Yeah, you, this thing has like everything up on the Aventador. It looks better. You can fit all the homies. If you've just got like angular. five or six homies. It's more angular, actually. Yes, it's got angling, so gaijin fun. Angling and you can mount dynamics. you can mount weapon systems on this thing. Yeah. Can an Aventador fit a tow missile? I mean, no problem. Probably. Probably if you were if you're brave enough. And if you're willing to you avoid the warranty. <laughs> no, not the warranty. <laughs> Insurance ain't gonna cover that. They might. Just point the missile at the insurance company. They'll cover it. <laughs> oh <laughs> Just drive God. on up. Um, oh, yeah. Armament. That's that's a great segue, actually. There's no 50 count. Yeah. So these things are um, deadly. You can get them with like pretty much anything on them. The coolest ones, in my opinion, have the tow missile, which we have talked about relentlessly on this show. <laughs> um, and you can put 7.62s, 50 BMGs. You can just put anything on these. They, you know, they just I'm surprised work. there isn't one with a recoilless rifle. I bet there probably there is. Is, is there? Yeah, I've, I've seen like three. Hang on, let me let me. I haven't seen a recoilless rifle one. Well, I mean, that would I be just, pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen the new video by um Rick Lawler, but the way he did his Toyota. With a recoilless rifle, uh, rifle on it, I thought that was like a really cool. Anything, any truck or jeep with a recoilless rifle now is really appealing to me. I feel like you're work. legally required to say a recoilless rifle is badass on any truck. I yes, feel like it is. Kinda, yeah, that's just a fact. Everybody gangsta until the recoilless rifle on the Toyota pulls up. <laughs> you know what, Jack? I just realized this because this is uh, CAR. That mm -hmm. Iltis on the left. That means this thing could theoretically be dropped out of a Hercules. That is well, amazing. it can. It has it has like hooks on the uh, that's, that's on the cool. undercarriage to do that. Just that. It's, it's like meant the to be airdrop. Better. Yeah, it is so much better than the Sheridan. I would make one of these in the Triton NATO camo. That would be so nice. Yeah, that would be nice. Are there any? No, no, your 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 uh, replacement. You're supposed to say you're going to make this in Cac Ten. No, yeah, you're you're right, right, damn it. Yeah, make this in a tritone scheme. Do it in Dunkelgild. Yes, dear Dunkelgild. Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Dunkelgild. <laughs> I just like Dunkelgild. Oh my god. Ezra trying to seduce him. <laughs> so what? Uh, what a mean color, Dunkelgild. <laughs> So what's your favorite color? As he's like scratching the side of his neck. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that the uh, Canadians use the tow missiles and the West Germans usually use the Milan missiles. That's pretty much it there. Um, so yeah, this is the rally that it was in. The Paris-Dakar oh. rally. Um... And yeah, so new for 1979, the Paris Docker Rally was the ultimate feat for any off-road vehicle daring to make the trek. Um, so, given the context, Volkswagen decided to enter the Iltis into the rally just to like 
advertise it to the French military as well as like test out the Quattro system because they wasn't they weren't sure if it was going to be good, so they just they wanted to like test it out, and they also wanted to advertise at the same time. It's like the perfect plan. Um, yeah. So then they did the race. That is a thing that happened. And not only did all four Iltises that were entered finish, uh, but number 139 uh, placed first with the others finishing second, fourth, and ninth in a race where over 25% of the cars never finished. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's pretty good. How many cars were in it? Um, I probably should have looked that up beforehand so I could tell you. Uh, I feel like I knew at one point. <laughs> I don't know. Jack, you've got to make a diorama with the top picture there of an Iltus just that absolutely awesome. dragging. Just shredding. Yeah, that is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just I'm going to assume that these Iltuses are in museums now, but look at them. That's just a beautiful machine. Let me look at it on Auto Trader real quick. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's a rally legend. So here are the, uh... There's one for sale in Brantford. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, um... Eltises are actually kind of common. You can find them all over Canada. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing that now. Someone wants... Someone wants $8,500 for one. That's... Yeah, it's probably got some bodywork done on it and stuff. No... It looks like no, it's is it like a shitty one? It looks like it's been sitting in his driveway for 20 years. I mean, he's kept the interior clean, and the seats aren't decayed, but... Tell him 50 bucks cash, or take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. The only deal he'll get. <laughs> you know what you have. <laughs> I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the money to do it. Oh, I've seen that, Eltis. The one on the right. Yeah, so these are the ones in Ottawa. Yeah, I've seen um, them. The one on the right is, uh, it was like a UN, I forget the story, but it was somewhere in, uh, what was it, Czech Republic? Uh, where Yugoslavia, it just got... Former Yugoslavia, probably a Bosnia, I want to say. You oh, mean like Russia. That. What? Shut up. Oh. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Current events makes me wish it were so, but no, alas, we can't have nice things. And we can't have a nice Iltus because this one got riddled with bullet holes and now it is back in Ottawa. Imagine my shock that the UN vehicle uh, took fire. <laughs> it's, they Imagine, saw the god-awful paint scheme and sent it back home. Imagine someone who like shot that thing up back then comes to Canada and be like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> Hit the museum. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this was my And then the buzzer doing. goes off. The buzzer goes off because he reaches inside the glass enclosure. <laughs> uh, Jack, and you ever see pictures? He tries to get his bullet back. Uh, in Bosnia. Sorry. You ever see pictures of those uh, AVGPs in Bosnia? No. Ooh, send them yes. in the. Uh, send them in one of the chats. I will say, uh, I'm. Pr- there's like a non-zero chance that they actually knocked out a bunch of T72s. <laughs> Damn, that's horrifying, actually. <laughs> Um, well, it is Russian-made, so... Yeah, fair enough. That's the... That's the Toe Iltis. 
It's got a freaking tow missile mount. They took the missile off. I don't know why they did that. It's probably hidden somewhere in the depths of Ottawa. They should have just put like a fake one on it. Yeah, like a like a like a PVC pipe or something. Just to show the girth of that missile. No imagination. <laughs> it it does say rat bastards on the side, so that's kind of cool. It's written in pencil. This is in Ottawa. Next slide, please. Uh oh, yeah. Facebook ad. I know where you live now. That's okay. I feel like a lot of people do. I say my address quite often. I'm very. What's your bad. address and your middle name? What's your uh, credit card number? Greg, What's your do you social? Wanna, Greg, do you want to or fucking Callum? Do you want to bleep all this out? Or Greg can do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Uh, do you wanna, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm so confused. I live at night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, why cover the Iltus <laughs> in the first place? Because it seems like a kind of an insignificant vehicle, like just a weird thing to cover. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this started from a Facebook ad. So I've always loved old Volkswagens, as you can see by this carefully put together slideshow. I, uh, I've always wanted to have like an old Volkswagen, but they're really expensive so I just went on a hunt, pretty much, and I found this one. This guy had uh, put it up on Marketplace, and he sent me some videos. Um, and yeah, I drove eight hours to go see a car that I wasn't sure I was going to buy. So <laughs> what a worthy good decision sacrifice. making there. Yeah, I went to the hellhole known as Sault Ste. Marie, passed through Sudbury, God the barren you. wasteland. Yeah, it was a trick. Um, yeah, I pretty much actually I flipped a coin, and that was what made me decide to go. I'm good at making decisions. That coin is good at being on your side. That's true. It's my favorite coin. I probably spent it at a Sudbury gas station. <laughs> um. So next slide. This is the trek up. Are That's that a fucking donut. That's a crispy fucking donut. That is pretty crazy. You notice that a donut? Yeah, what it's the? Really why good. is it over a fire? It t- it made it smoky. It was good. Why is there a lock on the needle disposal? Where do you put the needle? <laughs> so you don't try to use them. <laughs> Where do you put them? In that slot? Sud- is that a slot at the top? Yeah, that's a slot. Sudbury's a shithole. Yeah. Don't what the f- Okay, I'm not Canadian. Why is there a needle dispenser? We because have a we drug care about problem up here. here. That's why. It's Sudbury. Wait, wait. So you're telling me the government put those in to help? Because it's... They legalized yeah. a lot of drugs up here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure a lot of the point. bad ones. I'm pretty sure opioid I mean, the good ones. decriminalized, <laughs> so you're not allowed to buy it. But like, if you've got it, they're not going to prosecute you for having it. Yeah, you won't. That's why yeah. they have the uh, sharp drops so that you don't use like reuse needles. And, and that's why fentanyl deaths are higher than car accidents. I'm pretty wow. sure. And look at that sad-looking box of fries. That's, <laughs> that was the best thing I ever saw. That, I, 
A fourth grader made that. It's just you know those like stereotypical white vans with like <laughs> free candy written on the side. That's what that reminds me of. That's what Dennis drives. That's what Dennis. Yeah, drives. pretty much. No, electric though. <laughs> Except it's, it's a, a black prize fee. A hybrid white van. He turns his Prius into one of those. He puts his Prius in silent mode and goes down the neighborhood. You better look underneath your Prius next time you go to turn it on. There might be a little prize there for you. <laughs> Don't check under your passenger seat, Dennis. Don't sit down in the driver's seat, Dennis. Just yeah. turn the ignition, Dennis. Just turn it. Turn uh, it. F- luckily for you, Greg, Prius are not turnkey ignition. They're press button ignition. Press the button. Do it. Press the button, Dennis. My sweet prize would never betray me. <laughs> Literally do anything that has anything to do with the car. Just do it. Noted. <laughs> Is that a storage so, uh, container under the hood there? On yeah, the, there are the storage containers on each side. That's oh, pretty cool, actually. I assure you. Yeah, the, it's got some FSD engine swap potential, you can oh, say. I've, I've got to say, I love the, the two-tone camo. It's rocking. The, it's very green and black. I just love how that looks. Yeah. So this was my first impression when I get went to go see the Iltis. It still had the um, towing lights that I guess have been on there for like a long time. Like probably 10 years those have been on there from when he towed it. Uh, from I think it was somewhere in Alberta. I don't remember where. But yeah. That's what I saw when I walked in the garage, pretty much. Those are the POV shots. Real quick, you did tell them about our podcast, right? Right. You told them why you're buying it. Next question, please. <sighs> what kind that's, of key is that? That's the <laughs> that's that's the key. It's a fucking Allen key. That looks like it goes. I'm not, I'm not gonna... It does go. That is a thing that it does. It goes. Yes. It, it, it makes. It sure go. goes. Yeah. It makes. It makes the go. Wait. I so really you know. you towed it to a gas station like that? Yeah. Pretty much. We I, I we really actually towed it. That doesn't look legal. Out. We had a cop following us for like an hour. It's fine. <laughs> we had to Special take it to the gas station because the, the tires were deflated. So that's make fun. makes sense. Um, yeah, there's a very Canadian picture. We've got, uh, Petro Canada. We've got, uh, the high gas prices. We've got a Canadian military vehicle, me wearing my Canada shirt, and you can very faintly make it. Tim Hortons in the background. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be a Canadian And a Canadian car. Yeah. 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 And I will so. Say, I'm very proud of you for using a RAV4 hybrid to pull, uh, an entire It's vehicle. not a hybrid. Are you kidding me? Well, we'll make it that one. I mean, it's no, it's a V6 actually. actually. It's worse for the environment. Okay, never mind. I'm not proud of you. It's you the Rav Four Sport. I hope gas prices go up for you, Jack. <laughs> Surprisingly, well, jokes on you. I drive a V8. Oh no. <laughs> um, Dennis is twitching. It just sits in the gas- driveway right now. Legally, I'm not able to drive all it. of you. I so hope you gas don't goes to five dollars a liter, except for you, Greg. You can have like cheap gas. I need he cheap, have gas, cheap gas. God damn it! <laughs> I, I can just take your gas, gas away right now. <laughs> Did you just slurp up his gas? 
It's tasty. It tastes like Red Bull. Oh my god. Okay. If it smells it's good, delicious. it tastes good. As he says, um, like as he proceeds to uh, drink the Tamiya extra thin. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel good. Um. So yeah, this is towing it back home. We stopped at an abandoned motel. That's a that toilet. That's a pigeon. Yeah. Uh, these slides will go by pretty fast, I think. There's, yeah, same area. Uh. Hey, Gravenhurst. Tony. <laughs> yeah. I recognize that Rona anywhere. Yeah, that is actually the Rona that we turned into a little bit too much and snapped our um, taillights. So that's the sketchy field job, and I still have yet to solder that back together. Well, you, know, you know the saying, there's uh, nothing more permanent than a temporary solution. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like that, Callum. Thank you. That's good. That I'm is good. Use that. Um, but yeah, traumatizing things happened at that Rona. That's the sunset because it was getting a little bit late. Uh, next slide. And here is uh when we got home. This was Canada Day, by the way. So, oh, got home. I remember like, that day. Yeah, got home at like 10, 10.30, uh, right on time for the Avro Arrow episode. Oh my god, that was a day and a half. It, it sure was. was. <laughs> but yeah. So, my Iltus is uh, number 539 out of the uh, 18th Service Battalion in Thunder Bay. I tried to uh, get the VIN number... Like, because it has a VIN number on the inside. I tried to get it searched, but it was wiped from the system for some reason. So I don't really know its history. Secret service. Maybe this vehicle ran over. Undercover. Oh, well, they're kind of meant for that. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, next slide. Uh, these are some accessories and i'll just go through them that uh that red box there that is my new floor pan that i've yet to weld in so that's fun we've got a skid plate to protect the engine from sticks and shit i don't know sticks, uh, and, shit. sticks and shit and then we got <laughs> the uh underneath that those like wheel looking things those are unstuckers don't really know how to use them, but they... You get it unstuck. Exactly. You, it you just unstuck. put it on that floats above the... It's like hitting yeah. the reset button. <laughs> it respawns. You know when you flip a, a vehicle in a game, you walk up to it and press, like, space, and it just immediately just goes back to normal? That's what it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that, so that's for uh, if you get it stuck in mud and stuff like that. Yeah, you can just reset your vehicle. Yeah, uh, the way those work is if you do get stuck, you just it just gives you something that goes underneath the tire when you're trying to move it, and it gives it a little bit of grip so you can help push. Oh, like the it? Russians with logs. Yeah, it's, it's basically oh, the, okay. it's, it's a metal Russian log. Yeah, that's the way it works. Metal Russian log. Who knew? Nice. The Canadians are so inventive. Um, and that, beside that, uh, is actually half of my exhaust pipe. Straight piped Eltis. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh my god. 
Yeah, it kind of rusted off. It kind of rusted in half. So Weight reductions, baby. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And then we got a gas can, which uh, those ones are actually kind of expensive now. So it's called it's, a Jerry can. Jerry named it. Who cares? Damn Krauts. <laughs> Damn Fucking Krauts. Ezra. <laughs> Fuck you, Ezra. Why must you insult me like this? <laughs> He's going to come back with a tiny mustache. Oh, God, he probably is. <laughs> no, He's going to start randomly to yelling in VC yeah. to get his points across. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what he does. Oh, look, he's typing right Ezra. now. Is he? No way. Did you just bait the podcast I think during I kind a recording baited, session? Uh, Ezra, yeah. Oh. Where is this boy at? I don't see him. He got oh. pranked, Greg. Yeah, where is he typing at? Podcast planning. You're a podcast planning. Is he actually? He, he is. Oh my god. Yeah, oh wow. Is. Oh, okay. god. I, think... I thought you were lying to me. Um, oh, he's asking. Yeah, I, I, I um, answer him, Lane. Yeah, Lane, you, you do it. We don't want to talk to him. We're mad at him. I'm responding. He doesn't get bitches. <laughs> I told him you let me out of the basement. You are the basement. He has become the basement. <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is my crusty-ass Iltus when I was first cleaning it. Um. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I these are the, fine. uh, these are actually the photos I sent to the, uh, insurance company. <laughs> you sent these photos to the insurance company? <laughs> oh my god. Really? <laughs> <laughs> They're looking at it like, where the fuck does this kid sit at? I was, I was trying to get a deal. <laughs> I think yeah, they they got the deal of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, give you about, they'll give you like twenty cents and a half empty bottle of Coke for this. <laughs> and then yeah, so this was the day that I kind of just popped everything out, gave it a hose down. Everybody needs hose, you know. Except for Ezra. Like um, Ezra. I'm about to say not yeah. Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> not Ezra. He's trying. He says he says give him till Monday. He's going all the way to Connecticut just for the hose. <laughs> I um, get laid yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then somehow I want a car show. That's you want a car show with it. Yeah, and the ironic thing is it's called The Show and Shine. <laughs> it's just like the least shiny car. Well, I will say, I will say, uh, to his credit, Jack did come in and buy to me a spray paint for this car, which is very shiny. So that's true. I, I you can, can you can actually see the uh, spray paint there. That Dennis, you, on the left, on the left, where yeah, so on the left picture where the right strap connects to the uh, yeah, that the the, um, the dark the dark yeah, that's to me yeah. a NATO green. <laughs> Yeah, it looks excellent. It's fun. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, that's the ultimate way to paint a car. Just get Tamiya, Tamiya spray can. It's so expensive. You gotta 
be a crackhead to well, Jack. Uh, just come and that. finally work for Great Hobbies so we can give you that sweet. sweet you discount. work at Great Hobbies, give me a discount. No. I spent seven hundred dollars with you guys, <laughs> and you didn't ship some of some of my stuff until three months after my order. Oh, oh, oh! Don't my you boy, you're the one who spent seven. What do you yeah. spend seven hundred dollars on? Yeah, speaking I, of an iHeart kid, Bismarck. He probably did, honestly. <laughs> nah, nah. So I I only go to the hobby store once a year to get stuff for my mom. Oh, so the annual hobby store trip. So I it kind of piles up. But this year, I decided to get stuff that I didn't need. So, I got six jars of that AK acrylic stuff. Oh, why? I mean, for this They're good. Thing. They're really good. I like them. I, I okay, really so you bought AK things. That's why it cost you $700. Wait, wait, yeah. You, you I got a lot of AK stuff. I, my whole order was one. AK stuff. I got Whoa, as soon as you guys got back in stock with those Mister um that Mister Surfacer the Mr. black Surfacer, stuff yeah yeah, oh, yeah I, I just that immediately bought it account. all I just bought it all <laughs> that's where it went I I went in looking for some okay time. Lane did you get this from our online store or did you come into a store to buy it do you think I go into stores I don't like people <laughs> bro I worked there that, that's the most which one do you work I've at ever the Mississauga oh, one. No, no, no. I, I would never... Okay, uh, first of all, shout out to Great Hobbies, Oshawa. I love you all. Uh, second of all, shout down to Great Hobbies, Mississauga, uh, Cope, Sea, Touchgrass. You know what? There. They moved. Their new store is nice. Yeah, ours is nicer, though. i never been Oshawa, there. I've been down to Oshawa once, and it was for the tank show. Um, I will say, Valid reason. Um, in the defense of Great Hobbies, uh, sh- online shipping... Um, I am even be though I was an employee, and I was getting stuff shipped from uh, Mississauga. It once took five months. I so, I can't stand them. I've e- I emailed them so many. Where's my shit? Where's my shit? Where's my shit? I or- it sounds like they need I, a new manager. I ordered in June. I ordered in June, and I didn't. I just went to pick up the last item like two weeks ago. Like. The, you know why I, I went the is? whole summer. You know why that is? Because a lot of our items, like Mr. Servicer and AK, um, come with a very specific distributor, and we do not get like regular shipments. No, it was it was what I was missing. It was the it was two it was three packs of those uh, AK. Uh, what is it? Forget what I paint my models with. Don't okay. say AK extra thin. If you tell me that you spent money <laughs> no, on AK no, 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 it wasn't. It was their what the real colors, real color sets. Well, that's your own fault, man. We don't get AK real colors like on a regular shipment. <laughs> okay, first of all, uh, Greg, clown on this guy for uh, buying AK. Cope, see the touch grass. L ratio. I will walk outside. I will turn my camera on on Discord. No. Walk outside, feel the grass in my backyard, and come back inside. You'll be a new man. I was rolling in it today preparing for this. Well, Jack, what do you think of great hobbies? Um Be nice because considering that I work there. Yeah, I wasn't going to be mean considering I want to work there. Yeah, I was going to say, don't torpedo your chances now, man. <laughs> I'm cutting off. I'm cutting ties. Burning this bridge. Hey, you just, you just got to wait till you're employed there. Then you can shit talk them. 
Exactly. Uh, they gave me a job. This place sucks. That's what I think about Tim's. Well, yeah, that's well, it's Tim's. Tim's. Yeah, that that, Tim's that is a, doesn't really. Tim's is a count. literal slave camp. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what that's what Greg thought about them. Discount. <laughs> I was what at a, uh, uh, said about the Marines. You know, they gave him a job, but he fucking hated it. <sighs> I was at a career fair at university this week, and some lady who worked for Tim's was trying to like convince me to like apply for an internship. Oh at god, the she IT was trying department. to enroll you. She was trying to <laughs> script me into Tim Hortons. I was like, nah. She wanted you. She was I like, new <laughs> meat for the soup. <laughs> we want I you. you. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna, say, you know that uh, poster of Uncle Sam saying the uh, the army wants you now or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Oh, I have that picture that it's on there. Girls in Panzer, so it's bad. Oh my oh, god, you are Ezra's twin. He, Jesus he fuck, <laughs> they are interchangeable. <laughs> Ezra, if he was actually Canadian, yeah, Canadian Ezra. <laughs> 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 Ezra just a Canadian. I don't care if he actually lived here once. He's just a larper. Bro, I can't wait till I listen to this. And wait, like, who's a larper? I would hate to be described as a larper. That, that's awful. I am a the larper. Entire US I will show you my multi coom. I am the life. Sounds like Ezra. He's he's still with us. Yeah. So I'm gonna talk about my dunkle gal later. Oh man, that is a scarily accurate impression. <laughs> that that was <laughs> with the smoker voice. Um, yeah, this is just a glamour shot of the Iltus, besides Yay! a really, really fancy, shiny, expensive Chev. You should have driven over it. <laughs> just a fucking monster truck. Sorry, my foot slipped. Looks harder. This is one time. Ezra's getting <laughs> mad. <laughs> That's funny. He should check his mailbox. Um, next slide. Wait, in Connecticut? <laughs> Just more glamour shots, to be honest. Uh, yeah. Oh my spread. god. Ezra, what the hell? <laughs> is all really forgiven, Dennis? Eh. Eh. Uh, not anymore. Lane oh yeah. You again. Can we all just <laughs> take a second to appreciate that clean cut? Look at that. So are you just removing parts of this to make it go faster or something? I'm just cutting AC as broke. much as I can out. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. <laughs> so we don't need a floor. Um, <laughs> the floor is gone. It is no longer mandatory to have a floor in your car. Yeah, the only thing keeping this on a on the road is a uh, slow moving vehicle sign. So if the government asks, it's a tractor. Oh, <laughs> Stop showing up to my house. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah. look at that! What a beautiful little thing. That looks really that, nice that, with the. That pick goes it almost there. looks Everyone's like a Ukrainian camo with that rust. Well, that's not rust, actually. That's just red oxide primer I used to cover rust. Okay, well, it almost looks like a Ukrainian camo. It looks really cool. Send it to Ukraine? The rivet counters know. are going to kill you. They go love <laughs> this. <laughs> just a bit of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, bro. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, and I gotta plug the uh, Instagram. I made a page for it, so follow. Oh yes, go follow that, that shit. <laughs> follow that bitch. No, no which is yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm 51. Don't worry, that's a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <you're laughs> not, neither did Ezra. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> shots, shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> Go harder on the M51 episode than I did on the IL2 episode. Damn. Oof. So you can get guys but not girls, huh? Ooh. 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 <laughs> Ooh. It's getting spicy. Okay, Alrighty, that's well. good. Intermission. I got a piss. Zach, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I need to use a little modeler's room also. I think it's time the for that. Little, the little pandas room. Yeah. The little pandas room. <laughs> <laughs>
do your research, look at the kit first. If you think it looks good, then buy it. Uh, but don't ever buy a sight unseen. Dude, I, I've heard... Okay, so the prize we're giving for the fucking Battle of the Bulge group build, the 35 Pershing Hobby Boss, that's, that's a good is, it, is yeah. it actually? Cause it is. I've confirmed I'm scared to buy it. One. No, I, I have confirmed it is a good kit. I actually looked at like the box contents. It's solid. Is there a way, Dennis, within the next like week or so, you could possibly show me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't see why not. Alright, I've looked on YouTube, and there's like one video, and that guy's quality is ass. Yeah, absolutely. You're a sweetheart. Anyways, proceed. Okay, so in related news, actually, no, unrelated news, uh, Meng is uh, releasing a 1-48 scale F4G. Um, the F4G was basically one of the later model long-nosed phantoms. It was the Wild Weasel, which was basically the uh, anti-radiation SEAD uh, aircraft. So this would be the, the kind of thing that... Special. The seed special over it's here. It's spreading its seed. All over the Oh place. my god. Unlike Ezra. Wild <laughs> 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 Weasel kit that I can think of is the 1 to 32 scale monogram kit. Which oh is god, monogram. It wasn't awful, all things considered, but this is going to be really nice. Monogram I, is. I awful. enjoy Meng. I wonder how. Hold on, let me count how many Meng kits I have. No need to flex, Jesus yeah, Christ. My God. No wonder he spent $700. Yeah, yeah he bought three kits. Order, the $700 <laughs> order, there was no kits in that. You weird as hell, man. <laughs> Only AK paints. Only AK. <laughs> Lane's the type of like, fellow to uh, just buy AK paints. <laughs> Basically, the same as being a werebue. Okay, yeah, well, you know much. what? Thank God Ezra's in Connecticut for this one, because otherwise he'd be uh, oh, spreading his shit all over our podcast. You know, to be fair, that does look like a fun kit. Okay, guys, Callum, explain this to me. Why is everyone making stugs? Uh, it's the year of the stug. I, I don't know. I, I don't see the appeal with stugs. I, no, they, they just look the odd. winter sketon looks crazy. The what? what? Can you say that again? The winter sketon. The winter sketon. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not. I'm honestly not a fan of mini art kits. Mm. I, I don't. That's a hot take. Some that of their. So take. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna explain myself. Explain so, yourself. Some of their figure kits that I've built, their figures have been dog shit. Like the fitting has been off, and they just don't look right. They don't fit. Oh, the figures they are. They have a lot of flash. Figures are, are yeah. yeah, but I haven't built one of their tank kits yet. Um, I probably would not buy an interior stug because that looks. It, it's not appealing to me. It's masochistic. Yeah, I I just I don't know how I feel about this. I definitely won't buy it ever, but. Uh, oh, Border is one-upping them because Border just released their um, final drawings and lookings of their interior stug, and theirs is supposed to be like ten times better than Mini Arts. I will say I built one Mini Art kit before, and that was for their little Dingo scout car, and that thing is tiny, right? It's like the same size as a Jeep. Yeah, it had the same number of parts in it. As like, you know, a Tamiya M4 Sherman. Really? So, you know, do with that information what you will. It did look really nice when it was done. Um, I did enjoy building it. But I wouldn't build anything from any bigger than, like, a tiny scout car. 
Yeah, because I've seen pictures of their boxes. So they have um, Mini Art makes a uh, a BMR one. It's like um, yes, yep, yeah, that. And one of my friends was considering buying. I don't know if you might know him, Jacob's Model Universe. That guy. Like what? Uh, I'm just gonna say his name, Jacob Pistui. Jacob Pizzuti. Pizzuti. Oh my god! I, I'm sorry. Jacob. <laughs> oh no! Oh, my god. oh, no. oh. I, I, I should know this. I literally made decals for him. You're the guy who made the decals. Oh god! He said something about me, didn't he? He's. Auto-lover. No, he he just talks to me a lot. He's who I'm going to the model show with next week. Is a model show? Uh, when one in winter, yeah. Actually, what? yeah, it's uh next Saturday. Dennis, do you want to go? Please come. We're in staying winter? overnight, but at a at a hotel. But I worked oh. that Sunday, but you should wow. come because um I'm flying because I have a plane. Fuck you. What? But what the fuck? Hey, yo. That's why you can afford the men kits. Holy yeah, shit! That makes sense now. Anyways, but it's rich Ezra. <laughs> rich Ezra. We will either. I don't know. Where are they gonna fly if the weather's nice, or take uh, the the pavement princess? But it's the fresh Ezra of Bel Air. <laughs> the fresh Ezra. That is not something I'd ever. I don't know. Ezra doesn't shower, so you you can really <laughs> describe him as fresh. I can smell his stench from over here. <laughs> Connecticut People is too Connecticut gross. is now um, an exclusion zone. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll ride my bike to Windsor. We'll see. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Eco-friendly. Hey, uh, take a Is that a latte? A what now? What? <laughs> A latte. I could go for a latte right now. Me too. I Honestly, I think Dennis should yeah. buy us all coffee. Maybe I should. I want to go and make a hobby store where there's a whole section that you can. It's a room called Build and Bull where you can go in and build whatever build you want, and- drink coffee. Yeah, Build and Bull, like bullshitting. My hobby oh. store. Oh, oh I thought you meant like smoking one? bulls. I mean, sure, go for it. I don't care. Fucking bring your weed. Go for it. Bring your weed. Make some crazy camos with the boys. <laughs> yes. Today we play Good around idea. with masking putty. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Kotari models. Um. So, if any of you guys have been keeping up with the saga well of Wingnut Wings, which no. was a Kiwi modeling company that did a lot of World War One aircraft, so they folded. Um. Actually, they folded right after they made the 1-32 to scale Lancaster, which is now being released by Border. But anyways, I digress. So they, um, so Qatari is basically a company now that has been formed with the designers from Wingnut Wings. So a lot of like, the creative talent behind that company, they're now doing Qatari, uh, right? Now, earlier this year, they teased their 1-32 to scale Spitfire Mark 1A. Um, we haven't really heard anything from them yet. I don't think we've seen any CAD images yet, but they have released, um, basically they've said, look, it's still in development and they're saying it's going to be released sometime in later in 2022. So do with that information what you will. Um, this kind of looks neat, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not usually a Spitfire guy. But, the hurricane looks better. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with that statement, fact even. But I don't know. I'm I was honestly considering getting one because there's so many things you can do with a Spitfire, and a lot of the Spitfire kits out there are actually like really good. Take 
brands like Edward and then Tamiya's special version of it with all like the photo etch and stuff. Actually, I do want to get the Tamiya 1 to 48 Spitfire. That, that one does look nice. <clears throat> oh, and commenting on the border, um, the Lancaster, they also just released um, a version of it for $300 less, so it's still $499 just for the front half of the aircraft. So it's everything yeah. before the wings. Callum, did we not, uh, cover that in last week's uh, hobby news? Uh, which which one? The uh, you know the border model nose art like version. Yeah. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. I, I, okay, I'm not losing my marbles then. You guys want to know something crazy? What? what? Send it. So a guy sure. I know bought two of those border model Lancasters, one for him and one for his brother. Okay. He must really like his brother. Dude, I know, right? You like, just spent like I, two I grand on model kits yeah. plus like five hundred dollars worth of shipping. If oh, wait, you... is that the just the nose? No, 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 no. Or well, the full full kit? Yeah, the full the full thousand dollar. Where are you gonna Jesus. put that? Like that thing's already big enough in one forty eight scale. Where are you gonna? I guess he's gonna have gonna... a whole like spare bedroom dedicated to modeling, and then the center is gonna be this like. Table with the Lancaster yeah, on it. I would like to set a sure. scale yeah. for that Lancaster. That Lancaster that is bigger cool. than the Lego Star Wars UCS Death Star. Actually, you know what you could do if that if that, that thing's the size of a coffee table, you you build it, build the whole thing, build a diorama for it, and then cast it all in resin and turn it into no. a coffee table. No, no just put glass on it. Don't resin. put it in resin. That's gonna <laughs> Tell you one thing though, there's only one demographic of, pe- of guys that will uh, that will buy that. 30-second Lancaster, and that's single men. Because there's <laughs> yeah. no way in hell that a married man will bring that home and, no, and no, no, stay no. married. No, no, no. He uses his wife's credit card for it. Then yeah, he's like single. Yeah, he's single. So yeah. He'll yeah. Yeah. Did you just spend $1,000 on a model kit? It has <laughs> red seals. <laughs> but it's big. <laughs> but it's big. That's the you only always... big thing in this house, isn't it? <laughs> you always complain about the I side. knew you were always compensating. <laughs> I, I love it whenever like older gentlemen who are married who are clearly married uh, they come and buy like a twenty dollar car kit and they tell me oh I'm gonna have to sneak this in past the wife eh and they give me the wink the wink nudge nudge and I'm like yeah yeah sounds like a bad marriage <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I want like tell them my girlfriend actually likes going to the tank museum with me so uh, cope and see so they like go so them and their him and his wife are like sharing their secrets honey. I've been seeing another man. Honey, I've been buying a lot of model kits. I think that's an equal trade-off, honestly. I mean, it's just... uh, It's just just... with him. And he gets to keep the models. No, he better not lose his models in the divorce. He loses the (laughs) I get half of these models for resale value. Women come and go, but models don't. Facts. Unless they're monogram or hobby boss. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what do you guys feel about Academy? Oh, oh controversial depends. subject on Good this podcast. Thing that Ezra is not on the episode, so no one can defend it. What do you think about Ezra Academy? likes Academy? Hey, <laughs> 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 it gets better the longer we go. <laughs> well, New and improved. You. He even has a plane. That's fucking yeah, you know insane. This guy's alright. You know, you know, funny thing is, are you sure we are bullying a mentally like... disabled person when we're talking about Ezra? 
You know the you know the funny thing is we give Ezra a lot of shit for building academy like he has an academy aircraft. I have five. What the fuck? And both it, of you do really good jobs with them. I will say it's because they're so easy to make and they're cheap as fuck. That's why. Sell yeah, it. they're cheap. That's nice. Sell it for a quadruple the value. Honestly, yeah. You know what? The only reason Ezra can't get laid is because he builds academy. If he was building to me, he'd be swimming in it. Dude, yeah, fact. <laughs> Okay, Dennis, what's next? So, uh, Tacom, last ah, week we talked about how Tacom was releasing the 1 to 35 scale Apache. Well, now they're doing the MQ8B Fire Scout, which is it's a. It's the baby Apache. Yeah, don't tell cute. the Canadian government, but Dennis also has one of these in his basement. While I was I, I locked do, up in there, he, he had one. I do. Um, I've been trying to put a. Yeah, I sat on it and I rode it like a little toy horse. You know those toy horses that rock back and forth and stuff? That's what I did with it. So I saw him rode do that. It like I thought it was toy. quite heartwarming, actually. Yeah, I was having fun until one of the rotors almost cut my head off. So, they yeah, tend um, to do that. Tagom is releasing these. As far as I understand what's going to be happening here, again, they're in 1 to 35 scale, which seems to be the new helicopter scale here. Um, you get two of them, so you get a naval Final. version. 135 the, uh, is the new conventional, 148. Like, land-based version. So, uh, if you're planning on making a 1 to 35 scale aircraft carrier, uh, these might be a worthy purchase. Hey, that's me. If they ever made a 1 to 35 scale aircraft carrier, I, I would probably buy it. I, I'd, I'd buy have it in my stash. I, I I've got the 350th. Just drop a zero. <laughs> that's how it works. That That's yeah. math right there. I'm upscaling my... Sharpie device. out the zero. <laughs> it just grows. It's model Viagra. Oh, God. God. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is yours. Oh, man. Yeah, so... You're the Stug. TACOM is re-releasing one of their 2018... I think uh, Panzermeister 36 told me this was a 2018 rebox of their Blitz kit, their early Stug. It's just got the, um, the winter tracks... It's essentially everything you'd expect from a blitz kit. Uh, having built one of these, I can say it's it's a good kit. I'd honestly li uh, rather have bought the one without the side skirts than the one with it because the I don't know I'm not really a fan of how they made you do the side skirts because they make you put these bolts on both sides of the middle plates of the skirts, but there's no alignment for any of them so you're just guesstimating where you're putting them and it's really annoying and if you don't have a steady hand and a good idea on where you're placing them it's going to be really messy and you're just going to lose a lot of patience for it but um also as you can see probably on that bottom left corner it looks like you can actually take um do something else with the winter additions to the track so i don't know what that is about that but um it's a pretty good kit if you're into Stugs, but other than that, Tacom's Stugs are okay. And the way they have you do, they, they, I would not recommend this kit for anyone who's new to modeling at all. Because the way they make you put on those tow cables, there's these little pieces of photo etch. They're barely bigger than like a fingernail. And you gotta bend it and then put it in there, and then that's the mounts for those tow cables and you gotta bend them and all that it's really annoying i wouldn't recommend any, any tack on kit to someone who's new <laughs> period that is that i don't is know there's there's a uh tack german 
uh, van IDF van. That's pretty simple. I would actually recommend the. Oh, M1 I love 14. those. The M fourteen. Um, the M one fourteen would be a good. Oh, kit. I got my first TACOM kit was their special kit that came with the the M forty six and the Willys Jeep, and I can say that was a good kit until I dropped the M forty six. Oh god! And the tracks exploded. Oh no! Nice. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for a review? It's a really good kit, but then I dropped it, so it's a bad kit. <laughs> yes, I hate it now. It's, it's now one of my mules. So yeah, uh, another it's Boomer models. They've released another bucket machine. I think Hobby Boss just released one of these. So definitely get the Border Models one. If you're gonna get it, uh, it's a pretty standard border kit, though. So literally anything you'd expect from them. Uh, concerning bit about this: those covers along where the hydraulic arms are along the boom for the excavator bucket. All of that's photo etch. All those covers up there. So unless you're comfy with it, I wouldn't. I'm definitely gonna top this, though. The sad yeah. thing about this is that the Canadians have tested out the kodiak and we've actually like painted them up in canadian colors and everything but this one you you'll have to do so much to the kit to make it canadian it's almost not even worth i'm it. sure someone will make a resin I, you know what their photo club thing. probably will um either yeah. leopard club or uh what's the other one real model they might do it yeah i but until then border model jason's box art is so amazing for everything oh, he does jason. shout out to jason yeah shout real. out to jason you're g for real so, we have all gathered here for one specific model kit at the All Japan Trade Show. Oh. I'm not that... Uh, I've seen the pictures yeah. of it all built up and stuff. It's got a lot of nice detail in everywhere. but It's an F-35. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. Prior to seeing this kit, I was one of those guys who said, Yes, the Canadian government should buy the Gripen and not the F-35. And I would list like a, a litany of reasons why the F-35 was not a good aircraft. And I see the box art for this. And I start playing like the Top Gun theme and I start looking up on Google and it was just the F-35 and I would change demand. I love the Western military. <sighs> I'm going oh, to God. buy three. And I will paint them in Canadian colors. Oh, Real quick, did I tell you I had a prior service recruiter message me about re-enlisting like the day before I got out? And I told him I no longer wanted to be a part of the Western uh, military industrial complex. And he said, no problem. He <laughs> 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 just, just read that and just went, I'm not going to bother with that phone call. <laughs> yep. I'm not going to cause myself a pain. <laughs> Yeah, my usual, I'm uh, buying this only because of the brand name, and I'm going to love every second of it, and I'm going to have so much fun. And then uh, he's going to build it, and there's going to be like a thousand classic, issues. Yeah, classic Dennis. You're going you're to open the box just to find inside, right in the small corner, stamped "Rebox Atelier." Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to credit it. It's, it's on the bottom print of the box that no one reads. I will say, within five print. minutes of Tamiya USA having posted these images on their Instagram account, I think it was like the first comment, and I asked them point blank, is this the Italeri 1 to 48 scale mold? And they said, no, it's not. We've actually been researching this for three years. This is a completely different tool. Holy well, I saw shit. that. I saw that. So I will three say, years? 
Yeah, to their credit, okay. like, Tamiya makes something. It's like the final word on that like subject from the industry. Like you can't really do better in terms of just sure. Some kits will be more detailed. Some might be you know cheaper, but like the best all round combination will always be Tamiya. It's like the M4 Sherman of model companies. I don't know. Tacom makes pretty good Sherman. Yeah, but Tacom doesn't have the engineering of Tamiya. Cope. I am. I'm touching grass right now. Yeah. My final word on the F-35, I don't find that interesting. Yeah, I don't... Thank you. I I agree. I I love Jetsnow. I like how they look, but it just wouldn't be a fun thing to model for me. I'm never going to build this. Yeah, I I honestly would not buy it. They're going to make it some extremely ridiculous price, too. Uh, It's a 70 bucks discount. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's the only reason you'll buy it, Dennis. I have... Yeah, this... This kit was made for Dennis specifically. It was basically made Dennis put in the request three years ago. There's going to be <laughs> one, one box of this made, and it's going to go straight to Dennis's address. I'm fine with that. Sunday. Check your mailbox, Dennis. <laughs> I've done <laughs> in my stash, and to be honest, I'm not too like keen on building them. I've got a F-106, a Sea Harrier, an F-16, which I am going to build because I like it. Uh, I have a Voodoo, a Hornet, Super Hornet, and two Tomcats. And would you like to guess who makes these kits? Ravel. One, two, three. Uh, five of them are Ravel. Mm. One is Tamiya. One is Academy. And then I also mm. have an Academy Mirage. How's the Mirage? I was thinking of building that. That Academy, it's the Mirage 3R, so it's the Scout one. Yeah. There aren't a lot of parts, which no. is pretty appealing to me. But it, it honestly looks pretty good. Oh, uh, do not buy Ravel's A7 Corsair. That thing is hell. I started building it. I've locked it up in the box. It well, is- I'm just saying, guys. I'm going to... You know, uh, Jack uh, Jack and Lane, you guys know the Snowbird scheme, right? Yep. Like how they've got yep. the red and white on the underside? So burning on the ground? Oh god, don't say that. The tutor is amazing. One day Timmy is going to make one of those. But at any rate, I'm going to paint that uh, this F-35 in that scheme. And no one can stop me, and it's going to be trippy as hell. Uh, and I'm going to clear coat it. Bring you know it to what, the Dennis? shop and watch every old guy criticize it. Yep, yeah, I'll we're going to watch I'll all the rivet counters just go at you. This is accurate. I this was actually gonna, never in this paint supports Russia, and I don't care. Put up aside Paige's pink stuff. Do you know how much flack Paige has gotten for that pink lav? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine. I, I, it looks I, awesome. I, like, I love cool. it. Okay, uh, Paige, if you listen to this, let it be she known doesn't. that Callum said it was awesome. <laughs> Paige, <laughs> I think it looks awesome, but yeah. I know she's not listening. <laughs> Dennis, get out a piece of paper, or better yet, print one off that says... If you don't like this model in big bold letters, and then underneath it in smaller ones, put "Touch Grass, Cope and Seed, Smiley Face." Yes. Honestly, shove like, it up so your she ass. was telling me um, <laughs> basically like when I guess during the weekday she had the pink lav on display, right? And honestly, I will say that was her first armor kit, and that is not an easy model to build. That's a pretty crappy model, and she made it look awesome. And if she wants to pan bank, more power to her. 
But some boomer came around and said, yeah, well, I was shipping these to Iraq. We didn't pay them bank. We paid when them I was bank. shipping them to Iraq, you fucking bitch. And so I, I told her, I proceeded to tell her, first of all, Lavs never went to Iraq. And second of all, they were never painted sand. So clearly he's lying. And second of all, he builds car models. So who cares? He's just a bitch. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm just going to write on the piece of paper. <laughs> If you don't like this, you're a bitch. Put <laughs> <laughs> that in your posts now. I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Well, fine. If you guys can't enjoy a nice F-35, maybe you guys will be satisfied by this. Atalari is pulling out a 1 to 48 scale Super Hornet. That actually looks really cool. You That's masochism. Holy it looks good. Yeah, actually, you know what? I can't even argue with that. That does look really good. Like, I imagine this flying over the treetops of, like, Germany, taking out T-55s and 62s as they cross the fucking line <laughs> in the NATO country. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, one thing about this is that uh, Meng makes the Super Hornet already in one of the Yeah, they make still. it in that top scheme there. But, one. I will say, I've talked to a guy who built it, and he said there were a lot of fit issues with it, and he would not build it again. Now, this being a Tallery, I can assume it's going to be significantly cheaper, so this might end up being a Meng killer. That's that's a rare occurrence. I never thought I would say yeah. that Italy would be making a main killer, but I think this might shape up to be like that. If they play their cards right, they might actually pull this off. When was the last time Italy played their cards right? Uh, the CF one hundred four kits and one to thirty two scale. Um, th- those were good. Okay. Yeah, the ones in the cabinet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah, so uh, there's, a, there's a couple of, couple from uh, AFV Club. So first one is an M110 howitzer the with the 203mm howitzer on it. Uh, what Does anyone know what the vehicle is based on, like the chassis? Uh, they, uh, Sheridan. Sheridan. Yeah. Sheridan. What? Like a stretch Sheridan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I thought right. you said Sherman. I was like, what? Sherman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like a Sherman. <laughs> Tell him, I literally pirated the Honeycut book on the Sheridan. I know all the variants. <laughs> so, yeah, so this looks awesome. I really wouldn't mind grabbing one, actually. I want to stick that bulldozer on something that shouldn't have a bulldozer on it. Like a Sheridan. Yeah. <laughs> I need this. Dennis, Dennis, we need this for the Horizon Island. Dude. Yeah, that could be split up into three different machines. You know yeah, it, divide it. I oh want to put god. that howitzer on my beetle. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and then, yep. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, I'm, buying that. I'm actually M- buying that. That's so cool. Yeah. So this is the uh, M1126 Crows J Striker. Uh, I have seen a few reviews on it. Uh, one of them said. Don't uh don't give this to a beginner. Uh yeah. Don't give any that, AFE club to a beginner, honestly. Yeah, yeah that's that's true as well. <laughs> I've got the AFE club uh weasel from like the seventies. Uh the Jacob guy I was talking about, he just built that weasel. He built it in like an hour or two. Yeah, there's like twenty parts. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so cute. Did he how was the fit, did he say? No, he just sent me a picture of it. It looked nice, though. It had, uh, I think it had photo-wedge fenders. Was that nice. 35th? Yeah, it's 35th. Yeah. 
Really? Oh, wow. Okay. That thing so it's not, it's not going to be big. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. even in 35th, yeah, that thing's fucking small. Like, it fits in the palm of my hand. Yeah, I, I'd buy the, the 112 scale one. Uh, I meant the, the 116 scale one from Tacom. The Tacom one? Yeah, didn't Ezra build that? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, he, did a, he did a damn good job on that. He did. He did a really good job on that. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Ezra. <laughs> Shit on Ezra. Compliment his model. Go back to Ezra, shooting. I love you, but also uh, I'm sad that you got the weasel and not me. Oh, some <laughs> motherfucking sprue counter was going at me. He was like, "Your dirt shouldn't be that high on an LAV." Because I made my LAV 25. Remember that from a while back. So, yes. you, you see how the dirt is all the way up near those storage boxes on the side there? Yeah, it looks like it went through mud. Yeah, someone was telling me it wouldn't actually be like that. It was like, I, I showed him a picture of one like that, and he's like, nope, it is fake. Probably the same guy they who rubbed mud made on his it. pink lav. Yeah, make the pink lav. The, 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 the LAV is literally amphibious. It, it can go through very thick mud. I don't get why people... That's kind of what it was intended for. I messed up I on one of my LAVs from like one of my first model kits from Trumpeter. It was the Trumpeter one for my first kit. One of my first kits, right? And I buy an ET Models photo etch set for it. Oh, God. That was your first kit? One of my first kits. I'm not going to lie. It looked great when I was first doing it. Now I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, we do that with all of our model kits. You it's like a burden on my shelf. Yeah. So I yeah. and then I dropped it. You <laughs> this is a theme. <laughs> so the the some of the wheels popped off. You know, just put them back on, and then the machine gun on top broke off. Got to put that on, and then all the shitty antennas I made for it those broke off. So I, I see that as a as a fix. So now I'm going to reprime it in black and paint it in pink. A victim of the sweaty palms. Not even that. I just dropped it. I was like, I was, I was staring at it, and I had it in my hand, and I just went like, and I dropped it. I feel like you did that subconsciously. I feel like part of you wanted to drop it. He wants to paint it pink. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> uh, oh, I dropped it. It's time to paint it pink. You should do that. Definitely paint it pink. I will. Pink he dropped the soap. <laughs> Are we gonna? Uh, what else we got? What else we got, Dennis? Moving along. Yeah, I found I found this one just for Dennis. Oh, oh, oh yes. Highfield model, yes. models Leopard Two A Six with a full oh. interior. I, How much? I would buy their Canadian Two A Six, the one with the the chonk armor on it. But See, now that I can actually 3D print Canadian figures in any pose, I might actually start doing Canadian stuff again. Personally, I I hate Ryfield tracks. Yeah, that's actually a pretty valid opinion. Wait, why? Why? What's wrong with them? They're just... I hate... Overcomplicated. Yeah. Like, Mang's tracks, if you compare them to Mang... I like Mang's tracks. They're really easy to do. They just take a little longer, and they look really daunting. And then RPG models, I have their T80U, that is a gem of a kit. But their tracks for it are copy-paste from Meng. So I'm just going to order some that? metal. What is going on here? Ooh. B25. Is that a school girl on the nose? No, it's oh. Ezra. 
We should name this episode Things About Ezra. Oh, he's going to quit the podcast after he listens to this. That's okay, we've already got his replacement sorted out. <laughs> bye yeah, bye, so Ezra. This, so this is HK model and their brand new 48 scale B25 Mitchell, which I really want. Yeah, I'm going to have to replace this one for my... I think it's the Ravel I got for it's Michaels. It's the Ravel one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to replace it. I have the Ravel one. I built it, and I smashed it. God damn you it. have a problem smashing <laughs> and dropping. <laughs> I I might as well just start shooting them in my backyard. I'm like, I'm going to just take out all my anger on it. Isn't that what the boomers did? They built up models and shot them with BB guns? No, boomers got mad and they created wars like Vietnam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ezra's really mad at me. For taking a spot? Is he yelling at you in German yet? He's like, it's your moment, so enjoy it. This is as big as you're gonna get it. As big as you're, as you're gonna yeah. get it. Ooh, He's like, had to give you a career to destroy it. I'm just gonna, not even a career. Okay, <laughs> let me just... I don't, I don't have anything to send him. Uh, I'll just send so him. Tell him um, are you building this? Send him to the dogs. <laughs> what did you say, Dennis? Are you building this, Kellen? The uh, Mitchell. Yeah. I really want it, but uh, yeah, new stuff's difficult to get in New Zealand. So, is is this a full interior or partial or? Uh, not sure. I don't think it will be. The full interior. Uh, usually, what they do, I think, is they'll usually give you like the interior is detailed in places where if you look through the clear parts, you yeah. can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually the aircraft. Uh, full interior just means whatever you can see. Although, okay. there are some aircraft that are full, full, proper interior, like um, I built the Airfix, the brand new Airfix uh, Wellington Mark 1A. Oh, how is mm-hmm. that? That's actually really good. It's a really good kit. That's proper full interior, down to the part where I was I was painting a part, looking, going, what is what bit, what part is this? And then when I installed it, it just went, oh, that's the chemical toilet they have. Oh my this god, this is a proper full interior. <laughs> wow, um, wow! Shout out to Airfix, bro. Yeah, but uh, the uh, if you can. Um, Definitely buy that Wellington. I only also bought it as well, purely because I wanted to do it in the scheme of the New Zealand um, crew, particularly the it was um, it's the aircraft where the uh, the flight engineer was awarded the VC for uh, climbing out onto the wing to put a fire out. So it's wow. that. Yeah. So unfortunately, I've kind of fucked up and I built the wrong mark of Wellington, but I still have it as the, as the, um, the scheme for the New Zealand one, so yeah. Send picks. Well, shout out to that guy. To that guy. Alright, <laughs> it's time to whip Ezra now. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, he'd like that. Ooh. He would. <laughs> to him, that's not a threat. Now, as you can see here, here is stuff Ezra does not touch. Lots of green outside mm. scenery. <laughs> All right, so I've got three slides. I'll try my best to bust through real quick. I know we got been going on a long time. Uh, currently, like Dennis, a model machine broke. 
Uh, I've recently finished my last diorama here in California. It was a commission build for a history professor. And it's really fun. It's a bocage scene on D-Day. And uh, yeah, basically the top is kind of broken up into the sections. And the bottom row there is the full 360 top-down view of the diorama. Uh, killed American in a in a tree, still stuck to his parachute, got Germans running down the road, and then two other Americans on the opposite side of that hedgerow. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think y'all can read that writing, can you? No, I can't. No. Okay, so it's it's stenciled on. It says Operation Overlord, uh, Battle of Normandy, June, 9, June 6, 1944, D-Day, and then on the right-hand side, it says, in quotes, hold up, Frank, I think I hear crowds coming. Try, I'm trying to give the I, like the, the storyline without having to be there to tell it. He hears Ezra. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of the overview. If you'll go to the next slide, please. Thank you. Ooh, Great man. job on the figures. Yeah, that guy's got a nice hat, that first one on the right. <laughs> <laughs> Looks tribal. Yeah. These are uh, these are the German figures for this diorama. Uh, the best shots I could get. Um, hopefully, in Kansas, I'll have a better backdrop and a better camera. I can do more close-up shots. But uh, yeah, these are really fun to paint. My favorite figures so far that I've ever done. And uh, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Really I, enjoyed it. I really like how did the how the camos look. They like. It's visually satisfying to me because I could never on all the times I've tried to pull off that uh, that SS camo on the middle top guy there. Uh, oh, the P dot. No, not the P dot. The other one. I can't remember what it's calling right now. What it's called right now. But I haven't really, you know, done too well on it. But to be fair, I was doing it with toothpicks. But ah. now, like. That's a lot of inspiration for me right there. Well, glad I could help inspire. Thank you. And then uh, these are the American figures. So the two uh, paratroopers watching the Germans run by, and then the one killed in action in the, in the tree. But shout out to Dennis for sending me the decals for those Americans. Woohoo! Well, Unit insignia and rank patch on all three Americans. Two of them are 101st, which are the two down by the hedgerow. The 82nd Airborne guys up in the tree. Um, to make the 82nd guy look killed, I had to configure his feet, his right arm, and his head uh, to make it look like he was hanging. And so I added a couple bullet holes, one in his through his helmet, one in his cheek, and then one in his left arm. Um, that was, yeah, thought process is some fucking German asshole ran by with an MP40 and just kind of sprayed him from the hip or something. Kind of a common scene throughout Normandy, unfortunately, but trying to keep it realistic. And then, uh, my DD-214, because, oh, you're good. Uh, got my DD-214, so I'm officially a free man, which means moving soon, which means model machine will not be broken in about two months. Model machine to be repaired. Yes. Fixing. Congrats. Congrats, Garrison. Thank you. Big ups to you. 
Danke. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> no. You just caught him. Okay. You have become the very thing you swore to destroy. <laughs> uh, Speaking of werebuism. Th- yeah. Fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's um, Panzer IV. Border models, Panzer IVs are amazing. All their other kits are kind of mediocre, but their pan- I have all their Panzer IVs, and I'm probably going to buy them all again, but they're amazing kits. Mm. This is probably the first kit that I've done a camo that I'm satisfied with on. So, these pictures I actually took this morning. Shitty pictures of my workbench, but they, um, yeah, it's pretty, it's this was uh, when I just after I did the chipping and washes on it. So today I was doing all the lower hull mud effects and dry fitting the wheels, starting to weather the tracks, and then I did some distressing with oils and uh, finished all the weathering on the upper and yeah on the upper hull. So now I just need to finish some stuff with the lower hull do some tracks and other things, and then, yeah, because then it's done. And this one will be entered in a model show next next Saturday, yeah. Wow. Very this nice. the one you're taking to Windsor? Yeah, I'm taking this one to Windsor and a uh, T90 from Very Meng. nice. Hmm, a Panzer IV and a T90, you say? <laughs> hmm. Panzer IV would win. Yeah, I, Funny how I, he chooses the two vehicles from the bad guys. You wouldn't have any, you wouldn't know a guy named Ezra, would you? <laughs> I've gotten all that before, but yeah, I I, I like how it turned out. It, it looks really good, but that what uh, oils did you use? What, what do you mean? What did I use? Like what oils did you use? Oh, uh, okay. today I used uh, Tylen oils. So those are nice. I I they're so nice. I I bought three of their sets. I brought their Mapping technique set, which co- each of these sets comes with six oils. So their mapping technique one, their vehicle weathering one, and their rust and red one. So they have all they've all that really nice. It's just great quality oils. All right, these are my ones. So, ooh, uh, as ooh. I said, I'm building a wow. I'm building canopy. So this is the uh, Fiesler Fi one five six stork or storch or I think it's storch, but yeah. It's stalk. Um, I have been building this one on and off for like the last five months. Even though it's, yeah. You know when you get a kit and shit just goes wrong no matter what you do? That's it. Yeah. That kit just, even though it's a fairly simple kit to put together, it's just, it always just fights no matter what. Um, I spent over an, about an hour just masking up the glazing for it because the the glazing is ludicrous on it. So and then I've so I got it to the point where I wanted to paint it because uh, I'm doing a North Africa scheme. So light blue underside, sand color on top, and then uh, dark gray squiggles around it. So I got the blue painted, but I'm not satisfied with it. I might strip it back and redo it. Well, let me just say this. That looks like a very... I like how thin everything is. Like, it looks like a fun... Yeah, though, um, 
the FI-156 in real life is massive. Like, they're way bigger than you expect them to be. Yeah. This would look good in, like, a, an Africa diorama. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've got... I've got all my German aircraft are the dark greens and stuff like that, so I wanted to turn one that's, uh, yeah, sandy. Uh, this one now is an old kit I picked up at an air show uh, this year. Because um, I like to torture myself by making vintage kits, you know, very old, <laughs> very old kits, just to sort of test myself and learn how to uh, fix things. And this thing is... Well, you can see how much putty I've had to use. There's, there's um, Tamiya putty on both sides of the wing roots for both the main wings, the tail, the nose, the fuselage, the landing gear. Um, it's like 50% putty, this aircraft. So it's, uh, it's an old kit from 1980s or 70s by um, Micro, which is a Polish company. So, yeah, I'm currently torturing myself building this one. That's how it be, man. Yeah. But uh, there's a bit of, I mean, there is a bit of joy in the challenge of building the old vintage kits. Um, a bit. Using, the tech, using, you know, techniques and technology of nowadays. But at the same, it's a labor of love. You could call it that. <laughs> a love-hate relationship. Yeah. So this God, is it's a, like us with Ezra. <laughs> and then i've got one more slide Ooh, look at that. oh Man. yes look at that so one. finally finished finish? that is finished <laughs> <laughs> i think Dennis just finished micro machines podcast <laughs> so this is the mark IV tadpole this is the model that i bought on episode one uh, wow! So I've, I've still got to make a base for it, but uh, for the moment, the model is finished. So I'm Dude, making that, a video on this one as well. That is I love gorgeous. The, uh, I love the like fading colors into the mud. Yeah. So the way I actually got that was um, mixing pigment pigment powder in water and then airbrushing it. Oh, what you can? Yeah. That I did not know you actually. could do that. Neither did I. Is your airbrush still usable? <laughs> I, I, I personally wouldn't do that to my airbrush. Calum, uh, would you uh, just uh, would you say that you could do the same thing, but like heavily diluting like brown paint? Uh, you could do. I wanted more the, the sort of dustier look of pigments okay. when they dry. Okay. That was the main reason. Um, it was also did just they an experiment. Still dry to the dusty finish when you airbrush them. Yep, yep. Um, it actually does very well. And it kind of, you can also get it to act a bit like a filter in different areas as well. That's where muds come off. The way it looks on the white stripe there, dude. Oh my god, dude. Oh. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. This is brilliant. Yeah. Like, I spent a lot of time painting this. Like, I did, because I did a bit of um, sort of post shade effect, you know, did a base color, base coated the whole thing. Then went round uh, with a lighter um, green for the inside of the panels. And then where the tracks are around there, I did a darker green uh, to try and simulate a bit of shadow, all of which is now covered in mud, so you can't actually see it anymore. But, you know, <laughs> it's there. Um, and then every single bolt head and rivet, I painted a highlight color. 
That yeah. took two hours to do that. Oh my god! And then I pin washed the whole thing. That was another two hours with oil wash. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then covered the whole thing in mud. Dude, props to you, man. You gotta take this to a show once you get the base done. Oh yeah, that's yeah, amazing. That is gorgeous. Yeah, we'll see. If the what kind of base are you thinking about? Uh, so the diorama base for this is going to be um, sort of on a little slope. And at the very edge, at the end of the uh, base, I'm going to make half a German trench. And then so the so the way you look at it, you can look at it from the front, uh, looking dead ahead at the tank. And it'll be on a slight angle, so it looks like you're in the trench and you're seeing a tank coming over. So oh, think, nice. Yeah. Lovely. But you're going to have it breaking through like barbed wire? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh, that would be awesome. Yes. Yeah, because so... i got a whole lot of stuff for making barricades and stuff like that, so... yeah, Dude, I am looking forward to that. Yeah, but first I've got to get the uh, video for it edited and all of that and onto YouTube before I start on the base. And I've also got a bit of stuff to do. Fair enough. Yeah. But, yeah. Good on you, man. That's great. I'm looking yeah, forward to that video. Work, man. Yeah, good on you, mate. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> oh, this is my side. Okay. Uh, hey. Yeah, model machine still broke. I managed to get some stuff done at work. We got the uh, M114 with the Red October Tank Factory uh, weld beads. Red October is a movie. Yes, and no, but like the Red October Tank Factory. Okay. Wow, okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All I see is an easy eight, and I'm, I need to go change my pants. Yeah. <laughs> the yin and yang easy eight. Dude, yeah. it's an easy eight with a Canadian flag on it. Props to the Ontario Regiment for keeping the EZ-8 in active service until like 1980, um, and also paying them in this drippy-ass tricolor camo. I mean, look at that thing. That's cool. The 50 cal that on that thing... thing is louder than the gun, I'd like to point out. Yes, it is, actually. I got to see that EZ-8 when it was in all red oxide primer. Jesus. Wow. I love the Ontario Regiment Museum, and the awesome thing is... In about 10 minutes, I can get from my university to that place. You're the Sherman. It must be nice. It is nice. <laughs> you know what, Greg? It is nice being like able to go between classes to the biggest collection of operational armored vehicles in North America. <laughs> it's quite lovely when I come to think about it. Yeah, you know well, what I get to see, Greg? I get to see a T-72 and climb on it between classes. Do you get to see a T-72 and climb on it between classes? I don't go to classes. Fair enough. <laughs> Well, Dennis, I can go to an aviation museum on an old vintage tram that still don't, works. So, hope, see. I keep, because I drive past it a lot when it's running, so I send Dennis a photo of it every the same, time. Right, right, man. Well, <laughs> trade. I forgot to bring this up earlier, but when I was at Heritage Con last year, so there, was some, there was some dude submitting an Abrams, and it wasn't painted, and it just had the decals on it. <laughs> and they were really, really shittily placed. Bruh. No, no, oh my rough. god. <laughs> that had, that had oh, to be a troll. He had to be trolling for that. Homie, homie got it out and was like, wow, it's already painted for me. <laughs> and, then, and then some other kid, he made an M51, but he just wasn't Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
You know, one time I, when I was like really young, I got a Boeing 747 kit with the Air Canada decals, and I cut the decal paper with the decals on them out and taped those on because that's oh my god, did it though? In my defense, I was like four. Okay. Is this our modeling confessions? Now it rust. Greg, do you yeah. want to go clean up again? <laughs> yeah, damn it, Jack. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, fuck. You didn't want to say anything? I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, much like uh, Callum's tadpole, this is something I've been working on since uh, podcast started, and it's finally done. Um, I mean, it, let's just take a minute to appreciate it. Yeah, it took you how long? Ten months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a whole ass child could have been born before you finished this. <laughs> this is my child. It's fair well, enough, actually. A little late for a childbirth. <laughs> um, it's um, it sank. Yes, it sank. This has a uh, real wooden deck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say about it. It's the turpits. It's finally here. Uh, yeah. If you will notice the flag there. <laughs> it has the uh, swastikas in three places. Ezra's got those. Now if you were in Australia you couldn't have you wouldn't be able to have that on there. Yeah, I've seen that actually because I watched a video about someone modeling in Germany and certain other places with the restrictions on that. And I found that quite interesting. Like, yeah, like Australia has a lot of like sort of rules about that kind of stuff or even um like even their box arts are somewhat censored in a way to be honest um, i'm surprised canada doesn't yet have that yeah that's yeah good point i mean well the swastika decal on the uh back of the deck that val actually sent that to me and he's from germany really from the fatherland <laughs> yeah, that was just yeah. Yeah, no, 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 from Jack, the Fatherland. Jack, that was just surplus stock. <laughs> no. <laughs> they just peeled that off of one of the helmets they had and sent it to you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, you can see at the front of that uh, top right picture, I tried to do like a little bit of like a barnacle salt stain type thing and we've got the streaking and all that tried to do like an armor modeler's approach um and turned out well i think yeah i, I really like how that looks it's visually satisfying well done yeah, thank you there's um second slide there yeah oh, oh yeah that the that one on that top left yeah. one is that Beautiful. green effect is amazing. That looks good. Yeah. I really like the rust. Yeah, it's there's guaranteed somebody's gonna like comment on one of my posts or something saying that that rust isn't actually realistic. Don't worry, I'll dox them for you. Yeah, please give send them a zip bomb. I'll tell them not you to their mailbox. You should ask them to go to like a 
fucking uh, Navy San Diego harbor and watch a ship that's been out at sea for like eight months come back and see how fucking rusty it is yeah I, I yeah people yeah. getting mad I about took... people making their ship models their modern ones really rusty and then someone in the comment section absolutely owning them by sending them a picture of one of those na- uh, navy ships that's been out for so many months yeah, yeah. and just not elaborating yeah. at all just yeah and then people have the nerve to say that the ships aren't maintained <laughs> it's like no 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 like um like me, I I grew up I grew up on the sea. I grew up on my dad's boat. Ship gets rusty real quick. Like if we install any new metal part on the boat for something, you take it out first time and come back, and you'll go back down to the boat a month later, and that ship's already starting to rust. You because know? you grew up on the yeah. sea, do you have that like passive going up and down effect? Pardon? That's like, an interesting. Question. You know when you've been on a walk boat around like for a long around. period of time. And yeah. your legs get used to how the waves are moving and stuff. Do you have yeah. like a passive effect of that now? So when you're walking, uh, you're standing or something. Only like if you like, we used to go away for about a month at a time, sort of thing, over Christmas holidays. And you usually found a couple of days you're kind of you you felt yourself auto adjusting to a certain to like movement, even though you're standing on solid concrete. But that only lasts like a day or so, and then you're usually fine. That's for longer periods. I I almost fell over because of that once. <laughs> ah, Is that also what... why you dropped your models? <laughs> he thought he was on his boat. <laughs> yeah, I, I was on the boat, and I just decided to throw the model like a football. The LIV is the, the model of the LIV is shaped like a football. You can get a good tight spiral yeah, get a, on it. Get the spin on that, yeah. <laughs> if, if I end up doing that, I will send a video of it, and we will play it on the podcast. Deal. Yeah, well, to add to the point about, like, the rusty ships. Rusty. This, like, getting the, um, you know, just getting, like, the inspiration photo for this, it was actually from the uh, USS Texas Dry Dock. Hmm. Um, oh, okay. That's... Yeah, the one that they did like about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was what I used for the inspiration for this. And that that ship is so crusty. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like a blanket. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like firm. It's yeah, it's bad, but it looks so good. Um, and well, keep in mind this ship. Uh, with this scheme, it had only been out at sea for like two years, but I mean that's that's a long time for something that has been barely coded. Ah, since it's, I mean, German naval stuff back in the forties. It's a German naval superiority. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> it didn't exist. <laughs> The German Navy. They're down at the bottom of the no, channel. <laughs> no, they did. They did rule the seas. They were very good at uh, ruling the uh, Nor- Norwegian They're fjords. Temporary boats, <laughs> permanent submarines. <laughs> yeah, the, the German Navy. The They'll German Navy that. was really good at taking out the uh, the transport vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting off we the coast almost of had America. Them there. Uh, did you know they almost had U-boats in the Great Lakes? Yeah. Yeah. There's like two sunken U-boats off the coast of, uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. 
That's so fucked. I thought that's kind was of a, a scary U-boat. thought, to be honest. I thought there was a U boat in uh, the St. Lawrence. Yeah, that's what my. Uh, I was pretty sure there was one there. We should go visit that. Yeah, MMP field trip. That would be fucking scary, though. I fucking hate diving down into the fucking water when you can't see and shit. And I hit Quebec. Yeah, fuck that. Quebec automatically. <laughs> 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 that would actually be a really good album cover. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Just put it in a deep fryer. Deep fried Dennis and Jack. Dude, that's my new profile pic. I don't even care. God, I love it. <laughs> it looks like a Red Dead Redemption like loading screen. Yeah, it does. <laughs> wow. That's really good, actually. Oh, get some, get some cowboy hats. <laughs> <laughs> I would also like to say that I have a Tester's F5. Oh God! Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you. Dry fitting it felt pretty good. Interesting. Like I was really, really surprised. Uh, I have Tester. I also have Tester's Skymaster over there. Yeah, fuck that. But the F5 is. I don't know how I feel about it. It looks and feels really nice. You know what? You have a really diverse stash. I have... I only recently acquired these jets for free. Okay. From someone. That's the That's the only good reason to that, acquire them. Yeah, that's the only reason I have them. I wouldn't... The only one there that I would even consider buying is the Tamiya one. Because Tamiya, but... Yeah, but mainly other than that, though, I just have armor models and armor models and armor models. Makes sense. Cool. Well, guys, I think that was an episode. We well, have not made the podcast <clears throat> almost. We've almost. got uh, a few announcements. Yes. Public service announcements. Let's go. Yep. So one of them, uh, talking about the group build, we have had someone. Quite special join the group build. So James Skiffin from Just Making Conversation podcast has agreed. He agreed on his podcast uh, during an episode, so it's all public. So he's agreed to join our group build. So we now have both members of Just Making Conversation on our Facebook page as well, and we are slowly gaining more and more um, people on that group. So if you want to join us, if you want to Join them in our group build. You are more than welcome to. You can look us up on our Facebook pages, any of our socials, really, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, Discord, anything like that if you want to get involved. Um, and also, uh, the Patreon page is live as well. So we have a brand new Patreon page, which I've set up. So Thank I'll- you, Cal. I'll give you a rundown on it. So we have three tiers. We have a $1 a month tier that is for extra episodes of the podcast. Occasionally we'll uh, record some extras and that will go all to Patreon. So if you want to get more content out of us, that's only a dollar a month. Don't be a tight ass. How am I supposed to pay my house payment? When the people stop being such tight asses, what will their one dollar a month go towards? Uh Nepal. Yeah, Nepal. <laughs> no, that In is tier June. two. That is tier two. So yeah. the second tier for three dollars a month, 
That goes towards our continued support of Pinju the Red Panda and his conservation environment in Nepal. Uh, so we adopted a red panda. His name is Pinju. He is cute as fuck. And as because you, you'll probably tell by the podcast, we have a sort of red panderish theme going on throughout. Don't know if you picked that up or not. Um, <laughs> so we all we all love red pandas, and we want to do our support, do our best to support them. And kind of goes with the nature of our podcast on you know, sort of chaotic what the fuck moments. Um, so out of all the things we could support, you know, there are model support group charities and military and armor and all that, yeah, but no, that. we are going for red pandas because that is one thing that we really like. So and not only that red pandas make the best goddamn armor crewmen. So if you think about it, we're still supporting the armor force while supporting Pinju. I mean, we did a whole episode yeah. on that, which should probably, we, did. Be out. we need to, we need to release that one. Yeah. Um, and then we everything. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, we have a third tier for the Patreon, which is five dollars a month, and that's just going to be everything. So that's you'll so you'll be getting a uh, you'll be getting a shout out. You'll have extra episodes, any bonus content that we feel like uploading. You'll get automatic access to. We'll even have polls for people to join in uh, for upcoming episodes. What you know military subjects to talk about discussion topics you want us to you want to hear us talk about anything like that uh so you'll have access to that sort of stuff so it's just a full sort of general access um however none of these include um messaging us you'll never have to pay to get in touch with us or contact or anything like that or send us a message that's going to be totally free yep uh we read any and all messages sent to us good and bad we get a chuckle out of the bad ones. We haven't had a lot, but I'm sure we, we will. We should get more. Yeah. Get more. Please send, send us hate mail. Message. Yeah. Yeah, please. Send us hate mail. That, we, we get a good giggle out of that. Shit yeah. on me. <laughs> <laughs> Was that but, Ezra? Ezra has joined VC. But yeah, so that's the Patreon. And yeah, if you want to join the group build, let us know. We can send you all the info, the submission form, all of that. So yeah, that is my service announcement and housekeeping. Awesome stuff. Awesome. Nice. Uh, don't be a tight ass. Join the Patreon. Save the pandas. Yeah. Yes. Loosen your ass. <laughs> I, I guess the new thing with Patreon is don't be a tight ass. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess your ass for though. the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. All right. If you have listened and or watched up until this point, you have been listening and watching the Market Machines podcast. Thank you so much for sticking along with us, and we will return next week. Alrighty. Bye, everyone. Yeah, we will. Bam, See bam, you later. Bam, 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 bam.